Ready on the roar. Talfa Fanua may send it right to Penno, and Penno is so dangerous. Damian Penno! Incredible try from France. Damian Penno scores in the corner, gives them the lead with less than five to play. That is simply superb. And it was simply superb from France, but heartbreaking for the Wallabies going down in a game they really should have won at the Stade de France in Paris this morning. Brett McKay with you for the raw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate. And I'm joined by raw rugby expert Jim Tucker and my regular raw rugby podcast co-host Harry Jones for the instant reaction to France's 30 points to 29 win over Australia this morning. Guys, what have we made of that? French heartbreak yet again. Well, it is the hardest part for a team to go from being good to being an excellent team is closing out games. So let, let's not kid ourselves that we're close. The, the hardest part of being a good team is that last 10 minutes of yeah. any test. And uh, yet again, we failed to, to master it. Uh, imagine the season if we beat the All Blacks in Melbourne, we beat France in Paris, we beat England in Brisbane. Big chance moments and we haven't uh, handled them. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot, lot of good stuff to, to be said, but I want to be realistic. And uh, the biggest jump for the side is still ahead. Harry, it's a, it's been a, do- a double dose of, of heartbreak you, for you. You come to us from a street outside a pub in Dublin. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I I was there for the Springboks um, narrow defeat by Ireland. Um, really, I kind of anticipated that. We didn't have a goal kicker and it was number one team at home. But still, you know, when you come that close and you have a feeling – but if the box had played five more minutes or seven more minutes, we would have got one going away. So it was actually the opposite. Um, yeah. For me, uh, the Wallabies played so well. I was so proud of them. Uh, there were guys like Jock Campbell that just were making me jump out of my seat in the bar. Um, and everyone was, uh, everyone was cheering for, the, for Australia in the bar, um, Irish and Sathers alike. You know, we were just pulling yeah, for right. you guys. But um, – no, it was a really, really wonderful start, and I really loved for uh, the first 20, 20, 30 minutes how Dupont was uh, outplayed by Nick White. I love that. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. It was, it was, re- it was really good. We all know the, uh, we know the format. Um, let's kick off straight into our headlines, and then we'll, uh, we'll go to Dave Rennie post match. Jim, what was your your immediate headline today? Um, for me, uh, where there's a will, there's a way, because uh, I think Will Skelton did exactly what we wanted yeah. over that last 20-odd uh, minutes. He got involved. He used his size. And I think there's a wonderful moment about the 60th minute where Skelton, Valentini, Tupo all crunched it up in quick succession. Uh, the Wallabies got a penalty out of it, and it was just overpowering size and go forward that earned the penalty. So Will Skelton, he'll play the next two tests against yep. – uh, on this tour, yep. then he won't be able to play the last one because of the uh, it's outside the window. Yeah, and must be back in Australia for the pre World Cup test next year, and then we've got a, a real force for the World Cup in the lock position. He played yeah. really well. Yeah, no, completely, completely agree with that. I've just got to go with French finishing flair, wax wallabies, because that's what it comes down to those last those last four minutes. Um, and I'll get into that 
in a in a minute. Harry, your your headline from well, it's been a pretty busy day for you, I suspect. <laughs> yes, and it's a, a little bit influenced right now, so uh, forgive me. I, I think for me, it's almost. <laughs> No, the saddest word in the English language is almost. So yeah. it's uh, almost here, Australia. And uh, really, there, are, there were ways to win that and put that to bed, as Jim's alluded to. And the good teams that know how to win, they do that. That was not a long time to put that game to bed. And there were some extraordinary ways to lose it. Yes, yes, exactly right, exactly right. Well, look, here's, here's, uh, here's Dave Rennie post-match uh, talking on the uh, the host broadcasters. Oh, look, I'm proud of the character and our ability to stay in the fight. Uh, oh, look, it's, it's tough losing so late in the piece. And, um, but, yeah, look, we, we had to defend a lot tonight. Um, you know, and I, and I thought we defended really well for a big chunk of the game. And... Um, you know, we just needed to probably uh, control the field position a bit better in the last sort of 10 minutes. Do you think that was the main area that, that you lost? It's very difficult right now to, to really understand those reasons why, but is that one of those those areas that you think you, you probably cost yourselves? Oh, look, we turned over a bit of pillet breakdown. That hurt us. I think they were better in that area. Um, you know, that, that affected our continuity, but... You know, we had a little bit less ball than them. I think the territory was pretty similar and penalty count was pretty similar. So, uh, well, a lot of our good side. You can't give them a sniff and and it's, uh, you know, a tough way to lose. Italy and Ireland over the next fortnight. What will be the messages over the, over these next two weeks for your, for your team as you, as you build towards those games? Yeah, look, we're going to bounce back quickly. Um, yeah, it's a long tour and a lot of, you know, five games. Um, it's tough. So, uh, we were excited by that and... Uh, it's been a great experience to be here and we're going to bounce back quickly for uh, Italy who uh, had a great win today. And guys, Rennie talks there of you know, pride, obviously, in the performance and, and there's there's plenty of things that the Wallabies do need to be too proud of, um, but he just sort of lamented the finishing. And, and I mentioned before in my headline the last 10 minutes and you just go, just working back those last 10 minutes, there's... They give up the ruck penalty, which ultimately loses it. You know, Falau Fainga's throw in the 70, line out throw in the 79th minute is pulled up for not straight, despite Yako Piper watching hookers throw out swingers all night. He decides to, to, to pull it up then. There's a, uh, there's a, you know, Reese Hodge shanks the restart after, uh, after Australia retook the lead there at, uh, in the 73rd minute. Um, you know, Gordon, Jake Gordon's kick is charged down. Then Rob Valentini tries to, co- to cover it up and, somehow manages to kick it even worse. Um, you know, that's the 71st minute. So that's just a couple of examples of things in the last last 10 minutes. And that's what it comes down to, isn't it? It's this, the, that, the, the ability to close out those last minutes, Harry. It's You've seen it twice today. It's it's the difference between really good teams and, and, and the also-rens. Well, it is, it is hard. We should say that. I mean, Ireland is the best team in the world, and they had a t- difficult time closing out the box who were unable to make any kick unless it was directly in front of the post within 14 metres. So, um, you know, I'm not saying it's easy. And in Paris, with that ramped-up disco crowd and everything pumping, Damien Pinot is hard to tackle. But, you know, I was always coached to fend the fend. No one's going to fend you if you, uh, if you attack that fend. And so Jock Campbell will have a nightmare on that until he fixes it. Um, I also think that, that some of that was predictable. I mean, you could see it playing out. So there are some times when you foul on purpose, you infringe. 
you just got to sometimes do something to prevent the score because you can live with a three or with uh, advantage over and over. So, yeah, the savvy veteran things that the Australian team could learn, I kind of feel like that was a good thing. I actually feel better about the Wallabies' chances uh, next year from this match. That's the best. That's the team everyone's been talking up for the last two years, and the Wallabies took them down to the hilt. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's maybe the thing, Jim. As we go into our, our rising and falling, there's the Wallabies probably take more out of this loss than they did out of the out of the close win over Scotland last week. So there's got to be there's got to be plenty of upside coming out of this this game today. Oh, 100%. percent. Um, when you look at uh, the fact that uh, Len Ikatau, Nick Frost, uh, Parecki, they were playing in front of sixty thousand crazy Frenchmen mm. for the first time. I mean. There's a lot of young players in this side who've never had a taste of playing in Paris. So that's really significant uh, going to a World Cup in France next year when it comes down to a big quarterfinal, which uh, Australia's fortunes will come down to a quarterfinal. Like you can close your eyes and have a guess mm. at that now. So to be able to play in France in front of uh, those sort of fans, uh, that sort of atmosphere, that sort of pressure, really significant. Yes. Uh, I thought someone like Iguatau really stood up really nicely. Uh, you look at him just making a little skirt through the defence. Uh, he had a very understated touch in that 95-metre try that was scored. And now DuPont looks over the top and Foley taps it back to Ikitao, who does beautifully Campbell and Holloway, and now giving it to the speedster Wright, who runs it out for the 22. Wright back inside to Campbell, looking for a try to Fichetti. Fichetti is going to score an incredible try. End to end, the Wallabies go in under the posts. What a Wallaby try. Such a good try. Made his tackle, so he's a really accomplished test footballer now, Lenny Cattell. So uh, he's one of those stocks rising sort of guys for me. Yeah. Uh, just that he keeps doing those understated things uh, in every game. Yeah, no, can't disagree with any of those. Harry, who did you who did you have rising tonight, today, this morning, last I mean, night? Pro- <laughs> probably Doc <laughs> Campbell, just because yeah. he's a real fullback and he does fullback things like Hugo Keenan does, like uh, Jalibert does. Um, he's not trying to um, always make a break. He actually collects the ball really well, um, the high ball in traffic. He seems undeterred by contact, even though he's not a big guy. Um, he just seems to have a good read for the game. He finished his try really well. He had a lot to mm-hmm. do. Um, yeah, and so then that final one of being trended will be his work on. Uh, he's got to come into that chasing the hips, aiming for those hips and when the arm comes out either got to slap it down go through it or break it yeah. and he'll he'll learn yeah yeah no doubt about that well, I he... mean that's uh, it is a matter of learning but anyone who saw Australia A play Fiji earlier in the year he got fended in a try situation there as well yeah yeah so mm. th- there is that okay learn uh, like uh, you don't have to be the biggest guy and that shows up in the, in the beautiful, silky way he runs and takes that outside line and shows his pace. But if you're not the biggest guy, you really have to nail, blast into that guy's hips, take the yeah. fend out of play. And yeah. that's something he's uh, not done. So go. learn or you're not in the team. Go go under the fend. He's, he's, got to, he's just got to get lower, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I think Tom Wright had a, had, a, had a good game after a bit of a up-and-down performance last week. But... Tenyo Tupo, I've got to give a real shout to. He 
won a couple of really important penalties in the first half, had good impact around the around the ground, carried really well. Um, you know, he's admitted himself in recent weeks that he probably hasn't been in his greatest form this year, and I thought that was a real step forward game for him tonight. And and, and the Wallabies needed a game like that from him because they didn't have their work their workhorse up front in Alan Alatoa, and, and hopefully he's back uh, in in the next he, in the next few weeks. And he tackled some frog into oblivion. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely smashed him. Absolutely smashed him. What about the other side of the of the coin, Harry? Who 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 might have fallen down a step or two? You know, I, I hate to do this part. I've started to hate it. But yeah, I, I yeah, I'm it. with you on this. But 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 Reese Reese Hodge did some things that I don't know. I guess when you come in as the closer, if you're going to be that kind of person, like William Rue came on tonight in Dublin, and he actually lifted everything, lifted pace, mm. uh, didn't make very many mistakes. He just made the box better. I think Reese Hodge has to realize that that's if that's going to be his role, um, he's just there's nowhere to hide. And yeah. so I think his mistakes are magnified. It's unfair because when you have 17 minutes to distribute your mistakes over, it's not as bad. But when you come in for 10 minutes or whatever it was, it just made me cringe a couple of those things, uh, yeah. the kicks. And uh, yeah, I think he was also maybe at fault for that try as well. I'm not sure. I have to look it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim? Well, I'd say on the, the Hodge situation, first um, bad call by Dave Rennie. I'd much prefer to have a, a tired specialist 5'8", for the last 10 minutes of a close test than a Reese Hodge, who is just a spare parts guy. And yeah, bad call by Rennie there. Uh, my falling, uh, it has to be uh, Falau Fainga. You, you've got one job as a hooker, actually more than one job, mm. but throw straight. And he didn't throw straight. Yeah. And uh, you, you can look at it as, as incredulous as you want, but uh, that was wide and he mm. got, got called for it. So, and he got picked off um, earlier on as well. So well, he, he's, uh, Parecki he's... was very solid there. Um, and th- that is just the, the key thing. Now your line-out that's, throws. That's been a story all season, Jim. Um, yeah. Falafel yes. had shaky line-out throwing. Brett's pointed <clears> out too. And so at some point it becomes a selection thing. You know, can you, yeah. can you afford to have a hooker close out a match who does not nail his throws? I don't know. Yeah, and his game, his his game tonight, this morning, wherever we are, will be bookended by his first throw being being picked off uh, by the French jumpers, and his last one being not straight. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one. Look, I'm going to um, give a, a, a stock falling to Harry's fresh beer that's just arrived, which I'm really quite annoyed about now. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. I'll, here's my third coffee for the morning. Um, look, I, I, I actually reckon, I actually reckon some of the overseas players might have knocked down a peg. I mean, Jock Campbell tonight in this game showed that I'm not sure that Tom Banks is actually required next year. And Bernard Foley again, I'm, I'll, I'll stop myself going into a full blown rant about Bernard Foley, and I'll just say it was a good thing he kicked six from seven tonight, and that's where I'll leave it. I just I think there's I think there's better options for the Wallabies. I'm just not sold on what he's shown um, on this tour particularly at, at all. So that moves us on then to to Jim to to what next? It's it's Italy in Florence um, next weekend. It's midnight um, Saturday night Australian Eastern Daylight Time. So what's the uh, what's what's the what's the the quick summary of where where the Wallabies are at and what they need to work on this week? 
Well, I, I guess Rennie has said right from the start of the tour that being five tests, there'll be a bit of uh, mix and matching. So Lolisio will definitely start against Italy. So that's a big uh, stage for him to show something. Um, who his halfback will be, I'd say it'd be Nick White. They, they've just come as a tandem. So uh, that's significant that we see that. Um, Tupo played, um, I think, 76 minutes, 77 minutes mm-hmm. today. A really big shift. And as Harry pointed out, really significant um, mark there made by Taniella. So I want to see that. Um, I think we've also got to see more of that brilliant try. Yeah. Wallaby scored over 95 metres. Um, very telling after the England series. Dave Rennie made the comment that they didn't take enough advantage of uh, plays off turnovers, like counter-attack. And he said, that's my job as coach. Uh, that's my particular area of... And I I, I didn't uh, measure up, basically, is what he said. Mm. So mm. <clears throat> that's really good that Rennie has instilled enough where they had a crack there from 95 out. Uh, Jock Campbell had two touches in that. Yeah. Which is really good. Ikatao had a good touch. Bernard Foley's a bit of a... Everyone's bagging Foley. He's done some really good things, like his little uh, bobble ball that moved on. He made a nice covering tackle in the second half. Like it's not a, a case of not putting in. Like Foley's really um, getting involved. But like, have we not shifted in four, nearly four years from the last yeah. World Cup? And that's and, that, and that's where that's I'm probably at, what we're all um, lamenting that, um, that there's not a, a conscious shift from. Yeah, what was not quite good enough last time. That's 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 where I'm I'm up to. If he, if 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 what he's if what he's bringing to the side is good goal kicking, well, Noel Olaseo can do that. Ben Donaldson can do that. Why, why are we still hanging our hat on a guy who most certainly won't be at the next World Cup? He he almost certainly won't play after this World Cup. So why aren't we backing these young guys now? That's that's my position in all this. If Bernard Foley is definitely no better than the young guys, and I think that's questionable whether he is or not. Then why aren't we backing the young guys? That's that that's where I keep falling back to. Harry, what's the what's the work on this week? Uh, the kick chase. Uh, yeah. I thought the kick chase was actually horrendous by the French and the Australians in the game tonight. Um, it was really unbelievable after the watching the Irish and the South Africans play because the kick chase. And that match was exemplary. Yeah. There was no space, no time. No one could breathe. It was a true test match of the highest order. Even if the goal kicking was horrible for the Sappers, um, the kick chase was wonderful. And so I think that's what the Wallabies can bring. It's an effort. That's, um, that's coaching. That's effort. That's, you can work on that. Yeah. Um, so some of those kicks were not that bad, but they were made to look really terrible by the lack of a chase, the lack of an organization. Sometimes it was because there was not a formation set up. Sometimes they were on the blind too much, but there was, uh, yeah, that's something to, to work on. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good shout. Look, look I, I reckon they've got to spend, you know, a good, uh, they've got to have a couple of solid sessions just on the little one percenters, and it's and it's little things like, you know, tap on balls, and it's ball presentation at the ruck, and it's, um, it's you know, it's entry angle into uh, into into a clean out, it's kick chase, it's it's all those sorts of, it's kicking under pressure, it's, all those sorts of things that they just didn't quite get right on the on the night, uh, mm. and that's what gave the French the opportunities. There's there's so many of the of the French penalty goals came from little little Wallabies mistakes, and that's just something that they need to need to address because for all of that, 
they pressured the French into a lot of mistakes. I thought Entomac was yeah. really quiet. I thought Dupont was really disappointing. For a really, really well-heralded French side, they made a lot of mistakes against what should have been a Wallaby side that they put away and put away comfortably. So, you know, there's there's plenty they can hold their head up against uh, about the Wallabies out of this performance. And um, equally, I'm I'm glad um, I'm glad Australia is not playing France next week because there's got to be a bit of a bit of reaction there. Um, so. Wales, we'll get revenge for you next week. Don't worry. Yes, indeed, indeed. So Wales copped a bit of a hiding from New Zealand uh, in Cardiff. That was um, that was just a good old fashioned thumping, wasn't it? In the end, it was what fifty five points to twenty three. Give us the, the the two minute summary of events from from Ireland's nineteen sixteen win over over the box there at the Aviva, Harry. Yeah, there's so there's many things you get from being at a match, right? So I'm gonna speak up for going to a test match. Everyone should go to a test yeah. match. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for the invite, by the way. <laughs> you can see the pre-match drills, uh, which are amazing. Uh, Springboks are all individualized. So every single player almost has its, has their own drill. Ireland works in little formations, little fractalized formations for 45 minutes. Uh, they do no set piece at all. Even right before the game starts, the box are doing mole, mole defense and scrums against each other for real. Uh, that's interesting. Second... Um, the Irish are not, you know, a hostile crowd. Really. They're not nasty people. So being there, being the only guy in a sea of, of Irish supporters, it was quite fun, actually. Um, you know, when I leapt up to celebrate a try, I had to kind of apologize to my neighbors. But um, <laughs> the other thing is, it's a wonderful stadium. It's so different from the Alliance Stadium in Sydney in that it's like all concrete and it's like the smell of urine permeates throughout the stadium. It's like... A, <laughs> It's like a really manly place, man. It's like twenty to one ratio, man to woman. Um, it's not all frou frou, and but the tomato sauce is free. Uh, finally, I would say um, I would say that was a very unconvincing win for Ireland. I mean, they had their one hundred cap, best scrum off in their history, best fly off in their history. Uh, They're cooking all cylinders. They did not look comfortable. It took two forward passes to score two tries. I don't know if that's really something they take away and say. A win at home was was that glorious. I would say the box probably took a little more out of that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And look, Ireland have got some serious injury concerns coming out of the game too. Like Connor Murray went off. Johnny Sexton got banged around so many times. They lost uh, one of the centres early, who was already a replacement for for Robbie Henshaw. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it a rough night out, I think, for for the Irish, despite getting the win. But I think, guys. That is us done for this lovely Sunday morning, Saturday night for you, Harry. Enjoy the uh, the second pint of the podcast. We'll Sunshine. Have, I'll uh, go back look, into the bar now. Yeah, good <laughs> Um, But that is us done for another Instant Reaction podcast. After a French finishing lesson in Paris, a 30-29 to 29 loss in the Wallabies' second match of their spring tour of Europe. Thanks to you both. It's been a good chat. Good fun. And uh, we'll... Adjourn. What, what's our drink for next week, uh, Harry? What, what Italian uh, drink should we have on Gra- on tap next week? Grappa. Grappa. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit early, in, three o'clock in the morning for Sam Booker. Is that how we do it, how, uh, Jim? Oh, that's worrying. Yeah, that's okay. worrying. We'll uh, okay, we'll have a team shot of Sam Booker before <laughs> the pod next week. <laughs> we'll have all the fallout uh, today, tomorrow, and throughout the week on the Raw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate, the home of all your favourite international rugby analysis and opinions and conversations. Thanks so much for your company. We'll be back next Sunday with another instant reaction when the Wallabies face Italy in Florence.